Yes, sir. Hey, man, we're going to jump right into this shit. Yeah, Fuck we are. All. Fuck everything. Um, welcome to another episode of In Those We Trust podcast, Trust Talk Sports. Yep. Uh, again, I am Malik Howard. Got my guy in the building, Liam Stokes. What's up, Lee? Think I'm going to crack that open. Cheers. <laughs> Listen, before we start, seriously, cheers to you and your Cowboys. Another mediocre season, another choke job. Let's get a clapping track in there for the Cowboys, everybody. Uh, okay, I'll give it to you. The beer tastes a little colder when the Cowboys lose, but wow. I was, I you know, so. I was, it stinks. It really, it, it sucks because I was looking forward to a date with you on Sunday at three, but <laughs> you couldn't hold up your end of the bargain. So I'm going to, let's say, mm. I, I, don't, I don't know where to, where to start this one off, right? Is the floor mine? Floor is yours. Floor is yours. All right. I'm going to take the floor. And, you know, I never come in with stats, anything. I, I never come in with, with all that information. I can care mm-hmm. less about that. I'm truly on emotion or my own understandings of how I read the game, right? But before we begin, after last week's comments that were left on the YouTube channel, on the videos, the shorts, and everything like that, <laughs> I want to first say 49ers fans are fucking stupid. I met, <laughs> they, they show me how dumb fans are when it comes to other leagues. I mean, other teams in a league. And this is where my comment begins. Delusion. Delusion is everywhere, League. Delusion, right? But this is where it starts. I want to start to distinguish between football fans and people who only watch their team play on Sunday, Monday, or Thursday, mm-hmm. and they turn the TV off and they don't watch from here on out. One of the dumbest comments that we got was that Brock Purdy would be beating the Eagles, Cowboys, and Giants for the next 10 years plus. Mm-hmm. This is a statement that a 49ers fan made. Uh, to begin this 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 rant, right? So I want to distinguish this, right? Next, we got notes today, baby. Oh yeah, playing no fucking games. No, how can you? How can you? How can we? First of all, the cowboy narrative. I think it's it's hilarious to me that the Cowboys get so much hate off of a playoff win, which you you can say is worn after you have sixteen or no uh, thirteen years plus of straight. Uh, Appearances in the playoffs without yep. going to the NFC Championship, right? Correct. 100%, I can understand. But as we look around the league, what happens? That We look around the league, there are a handful of teams that have never even won a Super Bowl. So let's move past that, right? We could say this has never happened in my time. As Liam would say, he wants to get rid of history, right? How do we have this America's team? Oh, okay. so, oh I'll get to my points, don't you? Worry. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. So we, 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 I think the hate that comes from it is the, the term of how can this be America's team if they haven't won since 1996, right? Again, Blaney can say, Long I was time. born in 1996. I had never seen them win a Super Bowl. I was born into a Super Bowl. And from there Long on time. out, I was born into a team. I think anyone that's in our generation, if you're between the ages of, let's just say, if you're, if you're at least 30 and below, yeah. if you're at least 30 and below, you are a fan because of either A, your parents, Yep, or 100%. you decide to like a, a player that was on TV because the Cowboys were always on TV. And that's what brings up my point of why they are calling America's team. As we look at America's team, America's team is not who has won the most. At that point in time at, in which they were coined, it was, like I said, I even had to do my own research. When did this happen when we became America's team? Mm. So it was 1979 after a Cardinals win uh, over the Cardinals, 22-21, right? This yep. is what happens. Pat Summerall coined the Dallas Cowboys as America's team because he saw that the Cowboys were on TV more mm-hmm. than any other team that was playing and that worldwide they would be recognizable. When you think of the NFL, 
these are the teams that come into mind. It could be the Patriots. It could be Philly. It could be the dominance of the Steelers. It could be all these teams. But at that t- point in time, you had the Dallas Cowboys who are on TV. Now, I would love to go ahead and call someone that maybe lives in Europe and say, when you think of the NFL, what do you think of? Nowadays, it might be something different because, like, the Jaguars and things like that. Like, you're seeing these right, teams overseas right. now. So it may change. But the perspective of when we look at sports in America, there are a handful of teams that we think of. The Lakers, Cowboys, Yankees. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. I, I understand that the hate of America's team can swindle you to say, I fucking hate the Dallas Cowboys because we're just on TV more than you. Like, well, I, listen, I give you. and we're, we'll, we'll break all this down, but, but here's what I have to say about that. And I'm going to start with the other two examples that you just gave when, when, cause you're right. When you think of the biggest brands in sports, you listed the three teams that people think of, right? You don't yeah, need yeah. to be a sports fan to know the Lakers, to know the Yankees and to know the Cowboys. So at least know the name. To at least know the sport that they play. Yeah. But who's the outlier or what is the outlier for one of those teams? It's the Cowboys and the lack of winning for what you just said nearly three decades, Malik. The Lakers just won a championship a few years ago. The Yankees have been in World Series titles. They've been in American League Championship Series. They've had MVPs. They've they've been competitive teams, whereas the Cowboys – as we just said, it's not only that they don't win Super Bowls, right? Because that's another argument. That's yeah. that's the argument I heard growing up is the Eagles don't have Super Bowls. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Bullshit argument. They're not even getting there. They're yeah. not even getting to the game before the game. Yeah. And I think when it comes to the hate, I, I understand they're on TV more. But this is where my hate comes from. And I have a specific example. Because you, I, you, I know you've asked me this question, like, where does the Cowboys hate come from? Right? From a Cowboys fan. Yeah. It's this. Michael Irvin had himself, whatever show he's on, I think he's with ESPN, and he had himself on one of the big screens. And he pointed at himself and said, you know what? You're a dog. You put the star on and you produced. With your team, you guys earned the America's team logo. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Fine. They did their thing. Then it flashes to a big screen. Have you got Dak? You have Micah Parsons. You have Trayvon Diggs. You have CeeDee Lamb. And my man is going one by one yelling at them as if he's in the damn locker room saying, you have expectations, you're a Super Bowl team, you're America's team. That's such such bullshit. First of all, dude, you're a nutcase. You're talking to a screen. <laughs> but when I say that this is a choke job and why the Cowboys get so much hate is because it's these delus- like the delusional social media, the delusional people that I see every July and August coin the Cowboys as Super Bowl favorites that – in late November, when the Cowboys beat up on a team like we saw them beat up the Colts, and then all of a sudden they're the best team we've ever seen, up until they beat Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. And it's like, yeah, you know what? Like, they did enough. They're, su- they're now a Super Bowl favorite. That is why. That is why people I, hate the I Cowboys. Think- and they still cannot produce. And this goes back to my point, which I know we haven't gotten to yet, but Malik, that you and I have touched on, of why this is a choke job. If you want to be America's team, if you want that – logo if you want to have the star on your helmet mean what it means then you have to realize that if you continue to not even make an nfc championship game every year with the talent that your team had that is considered a choke job so i'm going to touch on your first fucking comment your first comment was when you hold on let me put my uh phone on focus there we go so when you when you look at comparing those teams the lakers mm-hmm. the yankees and mm-hmm. the cowboys when you compare those teams who do they have that pr- propelled those teams to win championships as well as be 
America's representative. Just answer. Just tell me who. No, I listen. I understand tell me who. What, where they've gotten, but okay. my point is no, over no, the last who do they thirty have on their years. Team? No, no, no. But who have they had on their team to put them to that level? Each and every generation, they have a guy, right? No matter yeah. what, each generation they have a guy. Who have the Cowboys had since the nineties? After we lost Troy Aikman, after we lost Emmitt Smith, after we lost Michael Irvin, after we lost the dominance of our offensive line, who have we had to say? To, to throw us up there to be like, now, if you had Troy Aikman and you tell me you're America's team and you continue to lose after 20 years, by all means, take it away. Now, I did say, nah, 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 nah. that goes all hand Let in hand. Like, that's not, no, no, no. like, whose fault Let is that? Finish. It's directly the Cowboys' fault. Let me finish. And that's okay, what I'm getting right. to. When you have leadership like Jerry Jones, who mm-hmm. has needs to be, has definitely, if, if, if I say, if you take Jerry Jones out of that pocket, and allow his son, hopefully his son comes to New Orleans, allow anyone else to lead this franchise, I give us three Super Bowls in that, in that point in time. If you take out Tony Romo when he shouldn't have been playing for that many years, when you take out, say, right now is a proven point of Dak Prescott, when you say, fuck it, we'll lose Dak. When you have great coaches like we had in the, in the past of having great Hall of Fame coaches come in and make the decision to let me lead this team to a championship, that's when change happens. Nothing, and I agree with you. We can't be America's team with Jerry Jones at, at the head of the wheel. And it's the frustration of Cowboys fans who you can say you see tweets and I can bring up tweets that I see from dumbass North Philly fucking white trash that say the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl <laughs> every fucking year. I could say the same thing. But when I do say it, the only reason it's louder is because the media plays into the play. The media plays into it's the Cowboys. Think about it. Between week one and like week six, we were Super Bowl contenders. Between six until we beat uh, until we started to get our artists back, it was quiet. Then we go on the strength, right? We, I mean, we go on the stretch of deep beating teams, going six games straight of like, oh, we're, we're, we're getting this together. We have a hiccup loss here, hiccup loss there. But no matter what, this team is getting fire hot. Then they play into the Cowboys on their top defense in the league. Forget the Eagles. They try to demise the Eagles for what they have done. That all is media play. That's not Cowboys fans. That, I think that's where no, I hit the push. It's certainly... Yeah, it's, it's I have not Cowboys had fans. one Cowboys fan in my entire family that said the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders from week one. I in have, my family. And I told you from week one, when we started this podcast, I'm the, if, if you want to say Skip Bayless is a fucking idiot and you want to go at him, by all means, go at him because I go at him too. But you cannot say the representation of the Cowboys comes from those fans. Because I could say the same thing about those South Philly fucking wild-eating Newport-smoking fucks <laughs> from Philly. I could say the same shit. Because they exist. They don't even watch, like you said, they don't even watch the games. These are Cowboys fans that just love a party, love to wear the, the Cowboy hat, the jersey, the big chains, and just go and watch it. Representation, I would say, from here on out comes from me. If you have a disagreement with a Cowboys fan, speak to us. Like I, In my circle, I have not heard not one person say the Cowboys, in the last five years, that they're winning the Super Bowl. I haven't coined it. I've never said it. Even when we had Zeke and Pollard and we went on that, I mean, um, Zeke and uh, Dak when we went on that run of an amazing offensive line, I still said, they're too young. It, it's no way. Like, And I was like, I love the train. It's a season of like, oh, we're winning. Like, it's a good time. But did I ever say like, we and, and compare them to nowadays Hurts? No way. There, we did not, we, ne- we have not had the talent like that. So that's where my frustration of the media playing into it, Eagles fans play into finding the bits and pieces of those dumb fucking fans who follow that. But you have to realize you're also doing the same thing of those videos that you see on Barstool of Philly fans going within the parking lot and and finding just the trashiest fans that either A, aren't going into the game (laughs) or B, don't give a fuck. So it it, it is a two-way street. If you want your 
which you have. That's why we have this podcast. Yeah. Whatever you want, your your criticism on the Eagles, have me be the fan because I'm not going to okay. be the fan that's going to be getting loaded in a parking lot 30 minutes before a game to say, oh, my God, again, we're going to the Super Bowl. And, and <laughs> I just learned Brock Purdy's name three weeks ago. And yeah. you, you know that that's Brock not Purdy. Yeah. Well, and listen, we'll get we'll get to that. But I'm nah, just, you know, this is your, why, your choke. This, this is why. Yeah. OK, let's go to the choke. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, you want me to go first? So, I can go. I can go. I so can go. You let's, can go. It let's throw this up. So Liam texted me, uh, I think, uh, around maybe like right after the game. It kind of went around like the Cowboys choked, right? They mm-hmm. lose versus the 49ers in the fashion they did. And I get the text from Liam, like, yeah, they choked. And I completely disagree. And I always take my hat off to take the Dallas fan off. Like when I truly look at this without my fan bias, you know, it's underlining. It is what it is. But when I truly walk away from it, is this truly – a fucking um, choke. And I want to hear your perspective first. Maybe that maybe can tear me to the other way. Yeah. So again, I think you can think about two things because I, I noticed your response and I understood your response and maybe where you're coming from. If I'm wrong, you'll correct me. I know. But you said if they lost to the Buccaneers, that would have been a choke. So what I gather from that is you knew the Buccaneers were the worst team. If they, if they went and blew it against Tom Brady and that Bucks team that really looked like shit most of the year, if not all of yeah. it, that yeah. would have been a choke. Completely agree with you. It's tough to look in those same glasses and say we lost to a 49ers team who might have the best talent overall in the entire league and call it a choke. Here's why I'm going to call it a choke. How many all-pro players did the Cowboys have on the roster this year? Six? I'm, seven? Yeah. Possibly, How many yeah. did the Eagles have? Six? Seven? How many did the Niners have? Five? Maybe six? So, again... You, you have the talent, and you're being put on this echelon of these teams that are in their championship games. You have these dudes that I hear about, the Trayvon Diggs, the Micah Parsons, the Tony Pollers, the CeeDee Lambs, the Dalton Schultz. You have the talent. It's there. No, no. So, when again, it's another year of not even making it to an NFC championship game. My Eagles, this is their second NFC championship game in five years. Two different quarterbacks, two different coaches. Two completely different rosters. Mm-hmm. So for the Cowboys to have this talent over and over and over again and still underperform because they have as much talent roster-wise, really, if you wanted to stack them up, guy versus guy, position versus position, you could make a case that they are Frustrate. on par talent-wise with the teams that are going. Right? Lies. But I don't agree. No. I don't Apparently, agree. the NFL writers and the players did because. Thank they you. Had, that's all. That's all I want you to say. Thank you. That's it. That's they it. had Go as ahead. many. They had as many All Pro players as the number one seed hosting an NFC Championship game. Philadelphia Eagles have. They yeah. had the exact same number, right? And I think that yeah. led the league. So, when you go into San Francisco, maybe you're not expected to win that game, but when your defense plays one of the best games that they've played all year. All you have to do is score 20 points. Even down in your last fucking play, you had your senior citizen running back at center and the rest of your linemen lined, lined up out wide. How in the world is this not another choke? It's a team that's won 12 games for the second consecutive year, seven all-pro players, a defense that went out and actually did their job for the second straight week in the playoffs. 100%. The choke job, it's on Dak. But as a team, the Cowboys... Did what they do every year, and I and I brought up you'll and you'll see it next year. 
August comes, like we're ramping up for football, Cowboys are going to be a top three, top five Super Bowl contender on everything you see. Then they get off to a hot start. They'll play some teams like Washington, um, like New York in previous years that aren't as good as them, and they'll beat up on them. And that's what I've always given Dak credit for. He beats up on the bad NFC East of years past and bad teams, and he does a great job. And the Cowboys are three and one, and they're four and one. Then they hit some good teams, like you said, just happened this year. They go on a little bit of a losing streak, and then here comes a Thursday night game against Tennessee or a Sunday night game against the Colts, who had four wins this year, and and a senior citizen, Matt Ryan, playing quarterback, and they blow the doors off of them. And then all of a sudden, we're all back in on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. And then you finally, you finally, for the first time in what I can remember, put a good game together, which I gave you credit for against the Bucks, And then to come out like this against the Niners, that is, that is what choking is called. And yeah. it's going to happen again next year, and the year after that, and the year after that, because they will not win. They are losers. <laughs> you can't say that with a team that has had that many Super Bowls, but that's okay. Um, In my so, lifetime, they're losers. Cool. So we're, we're, <laughs> this, this, this is where I, this is where I negate this. This we we choked in the situation, right? And not even to say that if we were if we choked the like, like I said, a choke is losing in Tampa Bay. We knew Tampa Bay was as subpar, but we still picked Tampa Bay to beat the Cowboys. Correct. Yeah, we still we still suspected the Cowboys do what the Cowboys do to yep. lose that game, correct? Choke. So that's why I said, now that's a choke. If you go into if you go in there with a team that's eh on a hyped up team, then you could say that that's a choke. Mind you, I still would give you last year losing to the way we lost to Garoppolo last year home. That's a choke. That's the way you go out with a choke. This year is not a choke. This is a this is a 49ers team who now who had you bitching all year, fuck, I'm worried about the 49ers. Fuck, I'm worried about the 49ers. Are you yeah. worried about the 49ers now? Just say yes or no. Less worried, but yeah. Okay. Now, that, and, but we can call this a choke. Fuck, if we just showed the Eagles, we gave them a blueprint. Here you go. If you just had a better quarterback, you beat the 49ers. So, if we, so here's our blueprint. If we play as well as you did, maybe on defense, get a miraculous special teams turnover where the Niners say, here you go, here's the ball inside the 15-yard line. And, but what's the one do, thing you're missing? All we have to do is not choke the game. What's away. the one thing you're missing? The court. Not we. That's it. it you cannot I – don't, I don't call this a, a choke regardless because going into this game, we were not looked at to win. We were blessed to even be in, in, in contendance, to even have a chance to win. And when, when we go through comparisons, when we go into comparisons – I don't think we were lucky to be. I I told you last week on the show I had a feeling that they could win. And when we're just going over these now, rosters, you had a feeling to go. You had a feeling of winning because you wanted us to play the Eagles to beat up on us. In no, Philly. no, that's I'm what that you, was. They, there is ta- there's enough talent on Dallas where you you weren't like a Jaguars team that somehow came back in the first round and just didn't match up with the Chiefs, yeah. right? Like there's it's clear yeah. or the Eagles Giants. Like every single position, the Eagles were better at than the Giants, and it showed. But there's a reason that that game was that close. And in the wild card round, the Niners blew the doors off of Seattle. It's because each position, the Niners were so much better than Seattle, and it didn't matter. Yeah, Dallas was there. Yes, I give the Niners the edge in talent. Don't get me wrong, and that's why they won the game. But the talent is not so far off like an Eagles oh, Giants, 100%. like a Seahawks Niners, yeah. Yeah, to where right. that, yes, you can classify this as a, as a joke. The Cowboys are not in a situation to say, yes, we won a playoff game. Let's go get them next year, no, guys. But it's it's not a it's it's not a choke because we are not in the position to say we have a Jalen Hurts, we have a Patrick Mahomes. Like 
that if, if you want to talk about chokes, let's not turn our back on fucking uh, Josh Allen. That's a fucking choke. That's a fucking choke. You want to have a star quarterback, star wide receiver? You want to have a team that's there, that's built around that system? By mm-hmm. all means. You want to say Dak choked? Go. I agree with you. Dak choked in that situation and then play up to this. He played subpar like he's been doing. And when it came time to can Dak win you that game, he's proven. When you play a team that's decent, because let's not act like Tampa Bay was decent. They fucking sucked. And right. everyone knew it was like the only reason they would win is Tom Brady. We had no faith in the team. We had faith in Tom Brady to go yep. into that game. So when yep. it's all on Dak, by all means, say Dak choked. But to say the Cowboys choked in that situation is unfair to me because we have a team that – isn't going to win with the quarterback at the helm. And that's my own reason that I say we, it's not a choke. When I look at this game and I look at the 49ers, we lost 12 to 19. Yeah. A team who averages 26 every year. A team yeah. who has DB's, uh, what is it, Debo Samuel, a team that has Christian McCaffrey, right? Loaded. A team that's playing against a fucked up defense. We have both of our starting quarter, uh, safety and quarterback, both of them out and digs on an island. And let's not let's, let's forget digs. We're not going to talk about digs. You're not going to waste my time there. But, <laughs> Oh, we, them, we, we held them to an average. They had 30, they had Christian McCaffrey 35 yards, and yeah. we had Debo Samuel at 45 yards. You will call it a choke. That's a defense where defense a coach that coached his best fucking game that we're gonna lose. And I'll talk about later how the Cowboys become a winning franchise again if we make these moves, right? Yeah. What did the Cowboys show Eagles fan? The Eagles fans are now walking away with some swagger. Now they walk into this game of like I mean, you're, you're coming into the fucking link regardless, so they always have swagger. But now I have a little more swagger. You're talking about a beat-up Cowboys, a fucked-up Dak, a team that is not known for winning, to be able to have a chance to almost beat – that at one point was beating San Francisco with Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Yep. Now, if you want to make the argument they have a fucked-up – I think this just shows you how bad Purdy is because he played into a system he was, of he was bad. Uh, check down, check down, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, throw it away, fuck. Really, he had three picks in that game if the Cowboys just – play up if they play big time in big time games that's all that is and then we have a defense that also and i know, I know you're going to keep saying this like that you have dak prescott you have you have a team of talent no we don't have a team of this talent. we have a team that's been hyped up because of the media we have a team that's on tv fucking 15 weeks out of the year so you're seeing them more you're seeing the only person that stood up to the challenge was who cd lamb is the only person that stepped up and he got the ball thrown to him three times or four i don't know a handful of times you have CD Lamb. You have a sub. You, I, I would I would put CD up there with with one of the top wide receivers, not being uh, biased. Then you, who do you have? You have Pollard, who goes out, and this is to show you, fuck who Zeke used to be. You have <laughs> Zeke in your backfield, and Pollard goes down, and we say fuck the game's over. That's that crazy. happened later that in the is, game, though. That didn't happen on the first drive. No, 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 but like... I'm saying that just shows you how we don't have weapons. We have a beat up Zeke. We have a fucked up Dak. We well, have what a about- Zeke. Well, what but, about Dalton Schultz, who you told me two, three weeks ago was better than Dallas Goddard? Because he was still I, there. I said that? Yeah. I said you, Schultz was better than Goddard? You asked Goddard? me who would I rather have, Schultz or Goddard. I said Goddard. I'll find the clip. Oh, if I if I said that, mm-hmm. I take it back. I, I, it's weird that I would say that because I said that with Goddard coming back, your offense is unstoppable. Right. So it that, was, that, I think that it, was said, it, was, it was said when Goddard was hurt. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But okay. you still – and again, where was Micah Parsons at? Again. My man, you keep talking every single week. Where were you at? Did you? Do you, you want? I can go back and show some film on on. Yeah, on please do because all I yeah. saw was Trent Williams fucking baby him again. Oh, and I, I texted you right. You want to see that matchup? Hey, again, this is an all pro. I mean, he's been in the league down there twenty years. Left yeah. tackle, uh, which you're supposed to be the guy, Parsons. Beat him exactly. You have to beat him, and that's he's faced. 
he it's him. Lane Johnson doesn't let up. Like when when if you want to be elite, be elite. Yeah. But that means not beating fucking the Jacksonville Jaguars backup left tackle for three sacks. Yeah. That means going up and beating Trent Williams. That means going up and beating Lane Johnson. Play. So no, again, can... here he goes with the talking shit again. I, he's yeah, gonna, yeah, he has yeah. plenty of time to do it, man. Yeah, and and th- that these are my points as to why I say it's it's not a choke. This is a team that's subpar that gets hyped up in the media, and it's okay. I'm okay to sit here and take the wrath week in and week out to say, "Oh my God!" But this is an all pro team. It's it's not. It's it's we know what the NFL is designed for. We know what this is the. And, and speaking from a fan, I told you we don't have the weapons. We're not there. We're not co- a complete team to win you that game. You want to go hand for hand against the Eagles when the Eagles are healthy versus Cowboys are healthy? What does it look like? A twenty point lead by the Eagles. And I can say that as a Dallas fan, I knew going into this that this is what it would be. But to say that the 49ers was a fucking choke against them, I, I can't I can't accept that one on a team that played up, I would say, in that sense, besides one guy at the helm, and that's Dak Prescott. So what does this team look like with Well let me ask you before we move I know we gotta move on, but let me yeah. ask you this. Cooper Rush, does he win that game? No, no shot. All right. Let's not even entertain that. Yeah, I say, he hey, I don't think he throws those two picks. Hey, Lamar, fuck Javon. Lamar, you want to go play for America's team? Come yeah, play for us, get, Yo, Carson Wentz would look good in that uh, Dallas blue. Fuck no. Carson Wentz and him are the same guy. We argued about this. Fuck, and I'm glad it's shown. We argued about who's better. Ring, he didn't get that shit. Fuck you mean. Um, I, I don't know if you win that game with him because let's say Carson Wentz, be, you, you know, he, he was a little, what was that, uh, Dak-like. He was pick-like. That, that's <laughs> what that, that sounded like. Um, but how with this team, with Dak and mm-hmm. Zeke being your star guys, Lovely. you would never see a championship come through Dallas. You would never see this happen. Nope. So what does it look like for the Cowboys to actually become something? In order for this to happen, we have to have Dak – we have to cut ties. Dak, I'm sorry. You're not the guy. We've said it. This is your year to prove it, right? You're not the guy. Zeke, you're out of there. I mean, I don't even think you're in the league. If you get cut by the Cowboys, I don't even see you getting picked up by another team. And it's sad to show, again, with Pollock getting hurt, with if you would have said, if you would have told me this three years ago that our backup running back, if yeah. you got hurt, that yep. we would have been like, fuck, we can't run the ball for the rest of the game. And you have Zeke in your backfield, mm-hmm. I couldn't believe it. But the fact that with Pollard go down, I was like, I, I called Ken. I was like, yeah, it's done. Pollard's Pollard was our chance to maybe edge something. It's gone, right? Yeah. Got to cut Zeke. Zeke's asking for a pay cut because he knows. Yeah, that's he his can't only go play nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> he can't go play nowhere. This is it for him. You follow Kyle, uh, Kellen Moore to retain Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's probably gonna be out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to retain Pollard. You got to retain um, uh. Donovan uh, Wilson, yeah. our uh, number one on defense. You gotta retain Schultz, and you gotta retain Vanderesh. Now, Vanderesh, I know has these injuries, but he played yeah. as a top as a top defensive guy for us when it comes to stopping the run. And it's funny, the Cowboys fans you're talking about too. I was on social media, and they're correct with the plays that you've seen. Um, there's a couple of plays that were just blatantly not called when it like. Um, Van Rush was hitting it back three times to stop tackle from him making tackles and then the tripping play on Pollard. But that's the bullshit that I get what you're saying. We're like, they'll, they'll reach for these plays as to why we lost the game. No, we lost the game because we, the, and that, Dak and, Prescott. And that happens. I mean, let's yeah. like holding happens every play. It's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. egregious enough. So yeah, it's football. That's why I don't, I don't go for that one. Next bucket. Jared Jones, how deep is your pocket? Do are you do you care more about making? And that's what I think has happened to him. He's gotten older and gotten softer. He cares more about making relationships and keeping them than cutting ties. Yeah, 
because with with our, I always forget his fucking name, but with our old coach that won us all those championships, he said he would got rid of the kicker as soon as he saw him miss two. He would have oh, been yeah. out of there. Let's oh, get yeah. back on that time. Go out and go get me Lamar. Go you get me getting, Rogers. You're not Lamar. You're not getting go Lamar. get me Rogers or go draft the quarterback. I don't know who's in this this draft besides Stroud. And Stroud would be going early. There's no quarterbacks in this draft, so it's like, do I sit in it for another year? But it's at Dak. the end of the day, we it's can't Dak. win with this. So it's gonna be Dak. I'm sorry to say, it's gonna be Dak. <laughs> uh, I, but what is your take again now on like the? Do you see the edge of it not being a choke, or you're firm on the choke? No, I'm firm on that. And again, this is it's because again there is real talent on this team. And yeah. again, if you want to argue for the coin, America's team. Again, if this was the Jaguars. I know I keep bringing them up, but it's, let's just say this is the Jaguars. They had the exact same team. They had Dak Prescott. They had Tony Pollard. They had the team. We would probably be like, yeah, you know what? Good year. They won a playoff game. Good for that franchise. But you want to be America's team. And just like I said, Michael Irvin brought up, the gold standard for your America's team is Super Bowls. You want to yeah. bring up your history of all them way, 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 way back. Yeah. That's the standard then. So anything less than that, especially now for nearly three decades, is a choke job because this wasn't a Cowboys team. Let's not pretend like the Cowboys were the Colts or the Texans that had this magical run and somehow won in the first round. And now like they're, it's exciting and it's fun, but they fell short against a really good Niners team. This was a 12 win Dallas team that would have won numerous divisions in the league. Yeah. So yes, that, that is a choke job. You got beat. You got beat. Well, I, I don't, I don't I, it's fine. I, I don't, I don't agree with that. But what I say where Michael Irvin is coming from, we all have that standard. The Patriots way, the the Steeler way, the uphold your history. That's what he's speaking to. The U. The U has plenty of fucking Ray Lewis, Michael Irvin, yeah. Shockey. All these guys come back to like, you need to uphold this, this legacy of the U. And that's what he's speaking to. He's speaking to uphold the legacy of the star. Uphold the years that came before you. Roger Starback, fucking Troy Aikman, Michael Irvin, the, the guys who carried it for so long. But I think we, we have to remember and, and look, the, the way we win is act as if and and have a, a owner as the Eagles. As the Eagles, Eagles have had, what is it, more NFC championships appearances than anyone since 2000. That's impressive yep. when you sit there and you have the Patriots there, right? We had, we had Tom Brady in his prime sitting think, there, right? I think in the NFC, in the NFC. And the, oh, in the NFC, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But still, that's huge yeah. when, when, you, when you look at it and say, I think it was, if, if you look at the years, it's like every other year, off for 10 every other year. So that just shows you that it's rebuilding. It's no, no, I'm sorry, not 10, five or four. Yeah, it and was. They're backing it. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like NFC championship games, I think we made three, four in a row back in the early 2000s. Yeah. Obviously, you had that Super Bowl run. You had, I think it was 2010, Deshaun Jackson's rookie year. Maybe it was 08 when you went into Arizona and probably should have beaten that Cardinals team. I, that game's going to forever fucking kill me. But you're right. I, and, and, and this is my point. Of like, just look at this in the last five years. Like, you literally went from Carson Wentz, franchise quarterback at the time, to Jalen Hurts. You went Doug Peterson, best coach in Eagles history because he eventually won a Super Bowl, to Nick Sirianni. Like, mm -hmm. the entire scheme's different. There's maybe four or five players that are still on the team from that run, but like, it's been five years. You changed everything, everything yeah, exactly. from that Super Bowl winning team, and you still made it here, and you're the favorite. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm I mean. We, we we can't win until we make serious change. And by all means, keep hating on the Cowboys. I know it, it it's lovely for the hate to come when you have Jerry Jones as your as your owner as your 
as your manager, it's it's good for for fans to keep hating because we're gonna just keep soaking in it. And as Cowboys fans, we stand strong. We understand what we've been dealt. We've been yeah. born into this this hatred that everyone has as the America's team. Again, it was a phrase that we didn't give ourselves. It was given to us. And if you want to put that added pressure on ourselves, by all means, we'll take it. It is what it is. But I just know when the years to come and the Cowboys become to reign, and, and I do not want to hear, but you went 20 years without a fucking Super Bowl. That I don't want to hear that shit. Shit, times change. The Eagles went how long without a championship before they won it? It almost took my uncle having to fucking die before he was able to see a fucking <laughs> Eagles win. So, and there's many Eagles fans that never even saw it happen in their lifetime. So, it happens, well, and, and we'll see. We'll see where it goes from here. Cheers to you and the Cowboys for another losing year. Sounds good, but we're gonna we're gonna get into this. The L of the year, and we need to fucking start <laughs> talking about it. You want to talk about? You want to clap and say that this was a choke? Hey, if we're not talking about the Bills, I don't want to hear it. But hey, we're gonna move right now. And we're going to talk about the New York Giants versus the Eagles. And let's Another get a one. perspective from the Giants fan. Oh, yeah. Let's get it. Saturday. Listen, it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. Because, listen, next year is a different year. I'll tell you that right now. The Cowboys, yeah. you're not even going to be talking about the Cowboys next year. Well, listen, you and Malik can fantasize about next year all you want. I still have two games to watch. The, 40, win, the so. 49ers I'll, I'll are, see you guys. It's over. It's over. Yeah. I'm telling you. Brock Purdy. With a Glock 30 is going off. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All wow. Right. Hey, we have we have James <laughs> in the building. Uh he's gonna he he is the unfortunate Giants fan. And we're gonna hear from his perspective. I'm gonna let uh Liam and James take this away. We had a Liam, what was that score again? I'm fucking um, up. So Malik, it's funny you, you bring this up. Uh it was actually the five year anniversary that the Philadelphia Eagles beat the Minnesota Vikings thirty eight yeah. to seven. Thirty eight seven, right? <laughs> So I'm I'm forgetting I'm forgetting what the Eagles Giants score was. So let's just okay. call it 38-7. Yeah, it's a five okay. year anniversary. It's it's a cool score. Let's just call it that. It's a lot worse than the Cowboys lost twelve to nineteen. Sheesh. Go it don't ahead, matter. James. A loss is a loss. A loss is a <laughs> yes. loss, baby. That's what I've been hearing from a lot of Giants fans. But James, we coined this this team pretty early. Uh, the frauds and Liam coined the the game between the Vikings and and Giants. The battle of the frauds in, in that game. I want to hear what your perspective is on the Giants' year um, and what happened versus the Eagles. Listen, right? One, uh, let me start off by saying this, right? The Giants outperformed everybody's expectations. And we all knew that from the jump, right? Mm -hmm. Nobody, and including myself as a Giants fan, I'm a true Giants fan. I'm not one like a Cowboys fan, right, who just have unrealistic expectations. <laughs> I, I had the Giants picked at winning maybe five to six games, right? I didn't have them going to the playoffs at all. So the fact that they made it to the divisional round, golden, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. Daniel Jones, outperformed. Saquon Barkley, outperformed. Stayed healthy throughout the year. The only thing that the Giants were missing is that their injuries got them this whole year. As you saw during the first Eagles game, right, half the defense was out. Starting cornerback was out. Starting safety was out. Xavier McKinney and Dory Jackson. We had a couple of linebackers out. I think Leonard Williams also set out that game. So didn't have the full team. Now, Liam, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say you had the full team in the playoffs. And I get it. I, I get it. I get it. But I will say this, right? I, I'm proud of the Giants, and I, I figured that they were going to get blown out, if I'm being honest with you. 
everybody has been saying this. And, I mean, Liam, you know this, you're, you're, you're Eagles fan, right? I mean, the Eagles are the most complete team in mm-hmm. the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Great rotation on defense. Jalen Hurts, that boy, I, listen, I give credit where credit's due, man. He, he's on fire this year. He's MVP. on fire. But also, you wait until the Giants get a true number one receiver. We're going to see. We're going to see. That is a, that's a great point, James. And, I mean, honestly, that's one of the things that the Eagles did this offseason, right? They went out, they got Jalen Hurts, his boy. Um, James, I also, listen, I want to thank you so much for James Bradbury because you guys let him walk and oh he he you talk about missing some corners you could have used him but I want to personally thank you for that because he's been awesome listen they they couldn't pay him that's all I mean it's a salary cap thing man he he wanted what how much did he pay what 13.5 for a year I think was we I think we gave him 10 but yeah 10. he was okay. probably probably was due for more in the Giants he, he, yeah he wasn't Giants weren't giving him that and plus like I mean look what we had I mean we, there is no way that the Giants could have had kept. I mean, they only signed two free agents, so I mean, they couldn't have kept mm-hmm. him and then also signed who Matt Breida and um, they signed some uh, Jihad Ward. Those are only two free agents they signed, right? So I mean, in my opinion, I think they should have kept them, but hindsight is twenty twenty, right? I mean, sure. you never know wh- how a player is going to perform the following year, especially on a divisional rival team where like anything could happen. And I and I will say this too. I was not expecting James Bradbury to perform the way he did this year. I, he was a lockdown corner on the Giants, but pairing him up with Slay, I think that, that took his game to another level. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, what happens this offseason, especially with, you know, you got a lot of Eagles players who are up there in age, like they might be retiring. So this is what I'm saying. Giants might be it next year. Dak, I don't know about that because Dak, Dak's about to get released. Like yeah. <laughs> Jerry Jones is about to fire Mike McCarthy. So, I mean, listen – Hopefully I will not. say this. Every every year, there's been a new division leader since, mm-hmm. what, in the last, what, five, six years or so? Yeah. So it's it our division is it's really anybody's year. Anybody's year at any given time. So, I mean, you just look at it, right? Three years ago, all teams, two, two years ago, all teams finished under yeah. 500. And here we are. All teams were at one point could have made the playoffs. So. No, I think it's a great point. And, and honestly, James, like, we knew, I, and I was just talking about this with Malik in our segment before, like there, there's a clear difference in every position between the Eagles and Giants. And this is, you know, it's just the fact of the matter. You have your head coach. He has turned Daniel Jones into your quarterback that you can at least feel somewhat confident. Your quarterback or your quarterback? Your quarterback, not mine. You know, mine's the MVP of the league. So <laughs> not the not he's not. Might be better than Dak, but we can have that. Yeah, I want to have a discussion. Out of this, who would you rank? <laughs> if I have Brian Dable, if I have Brian Dable, I'm taking Daniel Jones over Dak. Absolutely. But I think James, what it shows Giants and Giants fans is you're right. You over, you outperformed. You won a playoff game on the road. You show that you know you got your guys that experience, but also it does show you maybe what you're lacking. So now you you can go out and like you said you see what AJ Brown Devontae Smith do go get your wide receiver you see what Dallas Goddard can do go get your tight end you have your coach you have your quarterback maybe you bring bring Saquon back maybe you don't but you 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 see how far away not only you are in the NFC but within your own division so no it, it's not crazy that that the Giants can come out and have a good year next year yeah we got a lot of work to do we got a lot of work I mean we got a lot of free agents to sign I believe mm-hmm. like twenty to twenty five or so. Um, UDFA is assigned. So that's that that alone is going to be a lot. I mean, we got 50 plus million in cap space. 
Um, but we still have we don't have a quarterback signed as of right now, right? So Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, for me, those are my top two. Like you gotta resign them. Um You you have to resign okay. Daniel Jones? You have to, yo. Jeez. Listen, listen, listen. You're listen. running into another Dak. Nah, no, no, no. Dak <laughs> is Dak is on the caliber of his own. He's on the caliber of his own. I would say this, right? Daniel Jones, give him another year under Brian Dayball or, or Mike Kafka if Mike Kafka doesn't leave, right? I believe that he becomes Josh Allen. Look at what happened to Josh Allen it's this not year. Not good. Look, oh gosh. No, 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 not not <laughs> this year. Not this year. I'm talking about Josh Allen maybe last year. This year he lost Brian Dayball interceptions, fumbles. Brian Dayball comes to the Giants, cleans it up for Daniel Jones. Yeah, I think he had the second least amount of turnovers in the I league. I think you're right. I mean, Dak had the first in interceptions, you know, so it's yeah. right. And he missed games too, right? <laughs> and he missed games. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm losing track. <laughs> and he missed games. But, yeah, so. Y'all speaking like that's my boy. Like, I'm telling you he's the top. Hey, it's no, your quarterback I'm, right I'm now. It's your top. quarterback. It's your quarterback, man. That's what Terrell Owens said. Guy. That's like saying that he's your president. He ain't my president. What <laughs> 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 the fuck you mean? <laughs> no, I, think, I think that the now this is a hot take. The only time I've recently that I've been wrong on a quarterback and I completely took it back was Joe Burrow. I said, mm-hmm. I don't see Joe Burrow making the transition to the league, and I was wrong about that completely. When I look at Daniel Jones and the throws he makes and the arm he has, I don't see him being your guy. If I were you guys, I still would prepare for a future of is both of those. Uh, avoid what the, the Cowboys' mistake is. Avoid having these players for too long and now being left with, do we give them that big contract or do we love them too much? And, and or like, what are we dealing with here? Because you're running into a, let's, let's be honest, I love Saquon, but Saquon has those injuries that as a running back, it only slows you down quicker than what it would be if you were still healthy. Daniel Jones. Unless you have you know, Tony Pollard. Unless you have Tony Pollard. You're 100% right. Unless, unless you have a dynamic offense where you can throw the ball and not run him as much, as mm-hmm. well as you have a quarterback that's going to be there. And I don't see, after watching Daniel Jones all this time, he's not precise. He's, I don't see him as being the guy. Well, Malik, here's the thing. He may not be, I don't think he ever will be, that top 10 quarterback in the NFL. But, again, like James is saying, he can be be their guy. Yeah. Just don't make the mistake that the Cowboys made in giving an average quarterback 40-plus a year. Because then the rest of the team hurts. That is the point where the Giants might be able to scoop Daniel Jones for 25-30, and then you can start start to build around him as the Cowboys gave the world to Dak, and now you're starting to see – yeah, I even asked Giants fans. I'm like, yo, who are your wide receivers? And they're like, we don't have any. I was like, fuck, don't got any. you just got lucky that the whole league sucks and you skimmed your way into, yeah. into the, the playoffs. <laughs> now, do you think that early on that the Giants were frauds or were you really saying that they're they're that good? Where I, I know we, we DM'd about it. You were saying, ah, shit, I guess they were some frauds. But, like, truly, were you, like, trying to act like they weren't? Nah, I I I had to take a I had to take a game by game, yo. Because the thing <laughs> okay. about the Giants is that I mean, like I said, my expectations were low for this year. Five to six wins, that's it. Daniel Jones is gonna be mediocre. We're gonna draft a quarterback. That's what I was thinking. But I think that each game I saw him progress. Like I think it was um probably like I would say like mid season, right? I think the the game before they played Seattle. I think that's when I saw Daniel Jones come alive. I forget who they played okay. during that during that week. Um, but I think Daniel Jones came alive like around midseason, right? Okay. He wasn't – I didn't see the interceptions. I didn't see the fumbles. If you watch Daniel Jones' film from last year, this boy threw a clear interception to a defensive lineman. 
Clear yeah. interception. Like, yeah. on, on, from the Bucks game. I was like, yo, yeah. I ain't never seen nothing like this a day in my life when I watch him football. Yes, you have. You've you yeah. seen it with Dak. You, you <laughs> I was going to say Christmas Eve. <laughs> that's, that's all. That too. That's right. Don't worry. We got you. But yeah, you, nah, I, I, had to, I had to take it game by game. I would say, I, like I said, I wouldn't call them frauds. I'd just say they outperformed their expectations, man. Like, you got you have you have to say that coaching matters in this whole thing. Like yeah. you you can't people talk about talents that players have and listen, you need talented players, right? But you also need a coach to coach them up because you can have all yeah. the talent in the world, but yeah. if your players don't mesh well, if the coaches ain't getting them together, it's just <laughs> talent. I mean, clear cut example, look at the Bucks this year, right? Tom Brady was going through some things and he couldn't he couldn't perform well. Like mm-hmm. and that's his personal life, but it's up to his coach, Byron Leftwich, to get him together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that Todd Bowles, but yeah, I think OC, that yeah. again, he was in discussion last week. I said this. I said, you know, when I look at the top coaches in the league, I brought him up. I said him and Kyle Shanahan could be up. Uh, yeah. nah, I'm never going to give it to fucking what's what's your guy name? Fuck off. Nick uh, Sirianni. Yeah, I hate him, yo. I hate him. Ooh, I fucking oh, hate man, him. I'm so sure you listen. If, I know listen. what the fuck I'm talking about. I would have <laughs> slapped shot him. No, you would not. <laughs> fuck is you talking about? No, you would not. Yo, oh, God, him. I would have never. If, if Go to the camera <laughs> and be like, in the camera, that shit fucking pisses me off, bro. Oh, yeah. That's and you why your fans are that, that trashy like him. That's what he does. He brings those guys <laughs> in. He picks up the guys off the train station, the ones that live in, maybe they live in Mount Laurel. They live in these fucking Cherokee. They live around the area. They're from Glassboro. And they fucking go to the games in dirty white Nikes. And, and, and that's what he feeds. He feeds Listen. you guys. I'm not going to say that he's wrong. Listen, but, you uh, wouldn't hate him. He, this, him him if he was winning with the Cowboys. No, I I don't like that shit. I really, I hate our coach. He like shit walking into the locker yeah. room like fat fuck. <laughs> like that shit. Like, again, I, I hate it. But when I think of complete coaches and what he was able, your coach was able to do in a year span of turnaround. By all means, that's something to think about. Of what coach of the year. Like. What was I, that? I would I would give him coach of the year over Shanahan. I would. Yeah. Nick Sirianni. I wouldn't. Nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Because honestly, I wouldn't. like, I wouldn't. You would. Look at his I, team. Look at his team. I, I mean, also, I'm biased. I'm a Giants fan. I would give it to Brian Dable. Like, yes, he, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I would give it to Dable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because Shanahan, again, has that talent. And what he's doing with Purdy is, is awesome. It is. Yeah. yeah. But, again, we just saw the talent that is lacking with the Giants. Yeah. It, it was. And, again, what James was saying, Daniel Jones was probably a bottom five quarterback last year. Yeah. To turn it around and have exactly. a conversation that we're saying – Oh, is he better than Dak? Like, the turnovers are down. Is he going to get a contract? Yeah. James, if I were to tell you at the end of last year that Daniel Jones I'm might like, get a big no. contract, you would have slapped me in the face and be like, dude, no. get the <laughs> fuck out of here. But yeah. now you can believe it, and, yeah. and a large part of it goes to Dable. Yeah. 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 I completely agree. So what, what's, what's your thoughts going forward for next year? Or, like, what, what, what did that game do to your backing, and what does it look like for next year to you? i say for me, Giants' number one need, right? I think they need an inside linebacker. Um, there are a lot of names going around, but the number one name is either Fred Warner or um, or Tremont, Tremont uh, Evans. Um, Fred Warner is not going anywhere. Tremaine yeah, he he might, yeah, yeah, yeah. might go. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Fred, Fred's not, but Tremaine might. Um, okay. I think they need somebody who can cover tight ends. In the last five years, I mean, the Giants have been horrible, but we have seen time and time again that the Giants cannot cover tight ends, like, at all. Mm. So they need somebody who can. And I like Wink Martindale's system where – you know, he's putting a lot of safeties in the box. But the problem with that is that you see it against the Eagles, right? Like the Eagles got mm-hmm. some big motherfuckers that, at the offensive line, right? You can't put mm-hmm. yep. all, you can't put eight, eight, nine safeties in the box to cover, you know, one or two tight ends when they're about to run the ball, right? So yeah. I, I'm, I'm going with inside linebacker number one need. 
Um, I think they signed Daniel Jones. I would give him three years. Um, not I'll I'll probably keep it at like maybe I think the the uh, franchise tag is at thirty two. So I'll, I'll put him at like thirty two point five, thirty three. Okay. I wouldn't sign him any more any higher than that. Like I still have to see more from Daniel Jones, and this could be a one off year, right? Like mm-hmm. he he yeah. next year he could be revert back to the old Daniel Jones. So yeah. I signed Daniel Jones. Um, maybe tag Barkley if the numbers aren't right. Um, if they are right, I pay him, give him another, also three years, right? I think three okay. years is more than enough for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley to get something together, because after that there is no telling how good Saquon Barkley will be, right? This could all be a one-off year, so we never know. Mm-hmm. Provide the Giants the number one receiver. Give Daniel Jones that guy, that guy he can throw to, just throw it up in the air like Joe Burrow said with Jamar Chase. Throw it out there. Jamar's up there somewhere. Like, yeah. give him that number one guy. I think that'll help him. And then I think the defense, the Giants defense played well. Dexter Lawrence, he played well. Um, Xavier yeah. McKinney, pre-injury played well julian love um i think he led the league in um minutes played um for all safeties so okay. he's he's a he's a valuable asset to the team um adoree jackson we obviously keep him i think they need better rotation like i mean unfortunately it's a copycat league right you got to copy mm-hmm. what teams are doing and the eagles are the yeah. barometer right now they have a heavy rotation of defensive linemen you got to find a rotation similar to that right you yeah. can't just have you know, three guys kind of doing the same thing because they're going to get tired. Yeah. Right. James, get a linebacker. You're good. Go ahead. I was, I was just going to ask, um, what are your thoughts on Boston Scott? How awesome is he? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I, I wouldn't consider him the Giants killer. I just consider him a guy who scores touchdowns against the Giants a lot. That was definitely, that was a petty ass move. And, and, I, I, know. and I bet on him to score. That was definitely a petty ass move I know. by the Eagles I know. to put him in. They, well, that's why I can't fuck with Santorani. That's why, because I know yeah. he went into that with that thinking. Oh, fuck my God. A thousand percent. He does. Yeah. But listen, right? I mean, I think even credit, right? Not just Nick. Let's go to Howie Roseman, yo. This guy, and I hate him more oh. than I hate oh, no. Nick Sirianni. Howie Roseman, the Eagles GM. That's because we could have had Devontae Smith if the Eagles didn't trade for the Cowboys. We could have had Michael Parsons if the Eagles and the Cowboys didn't trade. So, Fuck Howie Roseman, too. I just wanted to put that out there on there. <laughs> <laughs> I love to see it. Hey, man, uh, I think that this next year, this offseason, is going to be huge when it comes to the NFC East. It's going to be some moves that happen or what we see. I think the NFC East, again, becomes the dominant uh, uh, division yeah. of where yeah. does this go for the league? I mean, you got the Eagles. And let's not forget about the sleeper of Washington. Washington is still looking for who is their quarterback and who does that become. So, yeah. I think it's going it's to be some good football to be had. You're going to have the defending Super Bowl champs in the division again. We'll give you division champs. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. <laughs> James, what's your, lastly, yeah, what, what's, what's, what's your uh, predictions for Super Bowl matchups? I, I can't give it to the Eagles. Um, I, I, I just <laughs> I can't. But I, I will say, if they could shut down Brock Purdy the way that the Cowboys did and outscore yeah. them, they win the game. That's it. Yeah. Like, if the Eagles follow that same formula, they win the game. Um, so, realistically, right, I'm going to say Philly and Kansas City. But if I am a guy who believes in the underdog, I got to go with Joe Shiesty oh, man. versus the Brock Purdy. Like, I just – I have to do it. Like, um, okay. and I think – I mean, Mahomes is injured too, so you, you yeah. don't know what that looks like. I know it's his, his yeah. age started swelling up and everything, so – 
We'll see. A legendary Super Bowl matchup, the Bengals yep. and Niners. They mm-hmm. they go back, man. But yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, Brock Purdy. We'll touch on it, but come on, you know he's not coming to the link no. and winning that damn game. He's not. He's not. He's not. <laughs> I, I would really love him to, but there is no way. It should no be way. fun. It should, it'll be a good game. Yeah. Hey, man, st- uh, sticking on that 49ers talk, we're going to end this here with James, and then we're going to move on and, and talk to some 49ers fans. I wonder, I wonder what their perspectives would be. But thank you, James, for hopping on, and uh, sure. we'll turn over to now 49ers talk. Thank you, James. Liam, I'll let, you, I'll let you take it away, brother. All right. So here we are. We have uh, my lovely girlfriend, Sabrina. Unfortunately, she's a 49ers fan. <laughs> Uh, and we have our friend Brendan, the West Coast 49ers fan, coming in. Welcome. This is all about the game, NFC Championship. The Cowboys are not in it. That's fantastic. We can all agree that that's, that's fucking awesome right out of the gate. But I really wanted to, I wanted to bring in some 49ers thoughts. I'm weirdly confident going into this game. I hate how confident I am. Brendan, I'm going to start with you. I just want to get your thoughts on your quarterback, Brock Purdy, coming into Lincoln Financial Field. What are you expecting from him and the star-studded team that the Niners are bringing? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's not weird to be confident after that, after that game last week. I'm not so weirdly not confident. I don't know. It should be a good one. I think Big Brock's going to come in, and I don't know. I really hope it's, <laughs> uh, I really hope it's uh, like kind of in the middle of like that, performance against the Cowboys and what he was doing against the Seahawks. Um, and, yeah, hopefully it's just not all on him. Hopefully it's just the whole cast coming together. But, I don't know, pretty stuff. It's going to be a good game. Uh, we'll see. What do you guys want? Yeah, Sabrina, go ahead. What do you think? Well, obviously, I'm, I live in Philly, surrounded by Eagles fans. He's <laughs> the biggest Eagles fan that I know. Um, and every, every single one of my friends – huge Eagles fan, so I have to ride with my Niners now. He's been annoyingly confident about the Eagles. When he says he's he's too confident, he really is because he's borderline cocky about it. And so, he wasn't Sabrina, right? He wasn't, right? No, he was All year. No, all, all year. Uh, all year I've been saying – I've been so Brendan a little bit of background all year so we've been doing this podcast since what Malik uh, October like October, really yeah. beginning of football season and, and as the Eagles were winning these games clinching the division winning the one seed going into the playoffs I've been saying for a while the only team in the NFC that I was afraid of seeing is the 49ers. I think they're the only team talent-wise that can match up with the Eagles right now. So, yeah, Malik, to your point, I've been telling you, I've been scared of the 49ers. I was rooting for the first time in my life for the Cowboys because I thought we would have smoked the Cowboys. But after watching last Sunday's game, and obviously one game is not an end-all, be-all, I saw when Brock Purdy gets a little bit of heat on him, I said this to Sabrina, and she took offense to this. I didn't see a lot of competition that the Niners played down the line, including that Seattle wildcard game, That a team that probably shouldn't even been in the playoffs. So Brock Purdy got matched up against a team like the Cowboys that had some talent, and he struggled. So my concern for him now is coming into one of, if not the most hostile environments that he's ever been a part of, because I believe all of his games have been at home, except for the Raiders, 
which was probably another home game. Home game. <laughs> and then what, Seattle, which is probably a half and half. He's not going to get that here in Philly. Yeah. So, again, the talent is there. I, my problem is I'm saying Brock Purdy's not going to win this game. But the bad part of my brain that I want to stop is Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, that loaded defense. I want that to stop because that brings me back down to earth a little bit. Yeah. But yeah. in terms of, and again, I want to get both of your thoughts because I have mine on the, I, I fear that defense. They're fast enough to stay with Jalen Hurts. What are some of your fears with this game against the Eagles? Some of my fears. Well, apparently Nick Sirianni knows what the fuck he's doing. He's apparently damn sure does. He damn sure does. That in itself, nah, he's <laughs> he cracks me up. But uh, <laughs> that's the nice way to put it. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> no, I, I think it is kind of hurts. Like I don't know, just running all over the place, making moves. Um, it is a lot on his shoulders. You know, you you think he's going to shoulder the load, so to speak? I don't know. Sorry, those are my shoulder puns. But uh, no. <laughs> Is he, is he healthy? Do you guys do you guys think he's going to get banged up? He was kind of able to rest that game and take it easy. So I have a weird theory. And Malik, I don't know if we talked about it, but I wanted to. Malik, I know you've been watching Jalen Hurts throughout his college career. Mm-hmm. We I have as well. The one thing I always loved about him was his mental, like how he handles himself, especially in front of the media. When yeah. he was benched at Bama, he handled that professionally. Everything that was going on in Oklahoma, he's going through that run, handles it professionally. Yeah. Comes into a mess of an Eagles organization with Nick Foles, Carson Wentz drama, handles it all professionally. Mm-hmm. I watched the post-game interview. He's still on the field. They asked him about that shoulder. Now, I would almost expect him to say something along the lines of, oh, it's great. Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. It didn't, didn't hurt. But what he said was, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it, it's getting there. It's a day-by-day thing. That made me feel confident. Because he knows what he's doing. If it really was that hurt, if he really was 70-75%, he would not be saying it like he did after that Giants game. And really, the Giants was almost another rest. He didn't have to throw the ball a ton. He didn't have to do a ton. But what I wanted to see, and I did see, was designed runs, designed scrambles. Because we didn't see that week 18 against the Giants, resting that shoulder, not being afraid of getting hurt. That's what I saw this past Saturday night. Let Jalen take the reins. Let him be him, and he was able to do that. So I do think he's closer to being 100% than he is not. I think that's where you guys lose. And I don't think you guys lose this game at all uh, as the Eagles. The only way I see the Eagles losing is if he he abandons the what, what the Eagles have put in place. I think he's been going into every game with a, this is the game plan, bro. File this game plan. If mm-hmm. you loosen the reins up, no matter what, a young quarterback could say, I got to take this game upon myself. If we're left in a situation, it's, it's third quarter. I got to start throwing the ball around. And that's where you lead with the, the only way, the only confidence I have in San Francisco is that defense. And that's where you run into, that's how you lose the game. It's going up that defense. So I think you go into this game with continue the same thing you've been doing, bro. Follow the game plan. When you have to scramble, scramble. But don't think immediately we have to throw in a bunch of him mm-hmm. option plays. We don't have to throw that in. Just continue to do what we've been doing because you guys have been winning that way. But it's funny to put Brock, big Brock Purdy and, and coming into the link. That's, that's yeah. funny. I would like to hear, Sabrina, what you got? I was going to say, I think I'll be there tailgating on Sunday, of course. I Ooh. Gotta show them Are you going to wear your jersey? Of course. Let's go. I'm prepared for it. Let's I, go. I know how to fight. So okay. I'm yeah. yeah. going to experience that. I think it's a super cool thing. I Honestly, I'm nervous for the game, 
But at the same time, like, I do think it's going to be a good game. I feel like right now in his head, he thinks it's going to be a little bit I, no. closer. No, I don't think it's a blowout. No. But <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I, like, I'm honestly just excited for it. This have you ever stepped game. into the link as a poison fan? Okay. I have, but, you know, not when we were actually playing them. I've been there and just been, like, oh, no, no, no. there, but... Worn my stuff. It's not a big deal. But when yeah, this there, one's different. Fan, yeah. In a game like this, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. But yeah, yeah. In terms of the game, like I I do think our defense is good enough to at least put up a really 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 good fight against Eagles. Offense. What's your linebacker's name? What what's his name? That is that which one? Uh, Fred uh, Warner, maybe. Fred Warner? Is that, is that... Yeah. So yeah. He's... Now does he spy Fred... your he... quarterback the whole time? Is he what? Does he spy your quarterback to where he doesn't allow him to scramble Jalen Hurts? It does, is he the, the, the game changer right there that he, keeps Jalen Hurts saying, I'm going to sit my ass in the pocket and look pretty? Yeah, so I think everyone <laughs> assumes right away it's going to be Nick Bosa. Like, yeah. Brian is very, very fast because he always is amazing. But mm-hmm. Fred Warner, I think, is an amazing player. Like, I, yeah. I love that guy. I think he's great. Catching a garden CD down the seam last yeah. night. Yeah. That was nuts. I'm like, he, Fred Warner's the name. Yeah. I'm closing my eyes and seeing. He That's where you get that, 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 uh, what is it? Um, Goddard. He's your Goddard exactly. controller. Exactly. He's right there. Not good. But if you want to scroll back to the Cowboys, I think the Cowboys shut. What did Nick Boza do? He didn't do much, honestly. Oh, shit. It wasn't, I mean, it, seriously, it wasn't his best game, but, yeah. I mean, I think for him, like, that's just it. I think it was an off day. I don't think. Add him into the lineup. Let's see what they can do against the Birds. Add him at his top. Because I, yeah. I don't even think about Boza. I forgot he was only even on San Francisco. He's, yeah, but he's going. I mean, the Eagles have the best offensive line in the league. So, in terms of Nick Bosa, yeah, I can see him disrupting some things. I think Mylotta's had a down year. They'll probably line him up on that left side. Yeah. But again, at the end of the day, man, it's that's what Jalen like his strength is those weird plays where he has to scramble out of the pocket. Yeah. It's a scramble drill and and let our top tier weapons do the rest or have his legs do the rest. So you're yeah. I've been thinking about this Fred Warner thing too. That is the speed I'm talking about. There every single yeah. person on that Niners defense has the speed yeah. to be able to contain. It's just a matter of, of can they? And then again, Malik, what you and I talked about, that Dallas defense, which I don't think is as good as the Philadelphia Eagles defense holding the Niners to only 19 points. Yeah, exactly. That may, that makes me feel confident because uh-huh. as many weapons as they have, if we can hold Brock Purdy to look like that at his best, which I think you, it will probably be the case. Mm-hmm. I might be biting my fucking tongue come Monday morning, <laughs> but if that's the case, I don't see a way that Jalen hurts and this offense doesn't score 20 plus to be able to beat that. Now, for Brendan and Sabrina, when you, you looked at what the Dallas was able to do against Nick Bosa, I mean, Nick Bosa was going up against a rookie left tackle with the Cowboys and was held quiet. You look at Brock Purdy coming off of probably the biggest hype to where we have 49ers fans cursing us out in the comments last week, right? Yeah. <laughs> now, what does this game change for you? As you guys were at the height, you guys were like going and you had the Philly a little scared now. You went to Dallas, didn't play your best game. Has this brought any level of confidence down or what ifs or what, what has this done for your last past week? I don't know. I mean, I think you kind of want to be the underdog, though, going into the into the clinic, like less expectations. <laughs> I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't yeah. Know. 
Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like because everyone has that thought in their head, like I feel like Brock Purdy could just be fueling off of a bad game last week. Like, we really don't know. We haven't seen him have a bad game. Yeah. Like, he's had, obviously has tons of support from everyone else on our offense, but yeah. at the same time, it's like, I think we got to give the guy a chance. And we've had such an up and down season when it comes to yeah. injuries that at this point, like you don't know what to expect. I never, ever expected when Jimmy G went down that we were going to be here and yeah. here we are. So like, I don't want to, yeah. I don't actually want to count us out at any point and like be like, ah, you know, I just am not confident at all. I'm definitely a little bit confident, definitely a little bit nervous. Yeah. Now let's say, now let's say Brock Purdy somehow finds a way to, he gets you guys to Super Bowl, regardless if he wins or loses, right? Is he your guy or do you go back to your, uh, what's his name? Your draft guy. Trey Lance. Trey Lance. Who, now, now what does that look like for you guys? So, and I want to hear Liam's perspective too. I or Tom say, Brady. I or Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Exactly. Oh, no. Tom Brady was a six round pick. That's like, <laughs> that's just rookie stuff. See, Lee, this is the Niners stuff you're talking about. It's yeah. that Niners yep. fandom. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Right <laughs> <laughs> we were waiting for Tom to come. Turns out <laughs> yeah. we got him. We got him. <laughs> we got him. Yeah, <laughs> no, uh, but no, actually, I don't know. Like, I was thinking back to when uh, when Kaepernick replaced Alex Smith. I was the guy that was like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, I just thought they should stay with Alex Smith. So, yeah, I don't know. I kind of lean that way. But, like, this is the best cast that could be around him. If it's a different situation, you might want the upside with Lance. But Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like you roll with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably the opposite. And I know Will, my brother-in-law and Brendan's cousin, is like a huge Trey Lance guy. So he's probably going to be mad at me for saying this. But I just, I, for me personally, like I just feel like we haven't seen enough of Trey Lance. And the fact that he's been hurt quite a bit is very concerning. Like yeah. that type of stuff concerns me. And yeah, I just like, I just feel like I don't trust him. Again, I don't really trust Brock yet. We really don't know. Like, yeah. this could be the luckiest run. Who knows? We haven't seen what he does after a loss. Like, we don't know how that all works. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's a tough question because I feel like it could go either way. Either way, yeah. it's, it's so crazy to just be in the NFC Championship and just have feel like you have no idea how good your quarterback is. Yeah. yeah. That's like Jalen Hurts put it on tape only. Like you know he's so good. I'm, I'm yeah. So, we're just, like how good is this guy? Yeah, is, is he a fraud? Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. he in a system? Is he just a system quarterback? I think this one needs to be answered too. Because I think, I think the Cowboys game showed you he is a system quarterback. He did what Cooper Rush did when he was when we had to use Cooper Rush to win us some games in the season. He just played to the bare minimum and utilized our talent, and we seemed to skate by. And I feel like you guys have the for the 49ers have the talent that he's able to skate by as just a quarterback that can sit in the pocket, throw away when he needs to throw it away, and barely make a mistake and still come scathed out. Because he did have some not picks on paper, but he threw some holy shit. Could have been picks with a bet with a Eagles defense, could have been some picks. That's my fear, yeah. Yeah. Bad throw actually is the pick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because yeah. the pick the pick is coming. I don't has he thrown one yet? 
Uh, I think he might have thrown a couple, but uh, actually, I don't know if he has. I don't know. I don't know. So, He's definitely thrown pickworthy balls. Yeah, I was going to say I saw the one that hit Malik's boy Trayvon Diggs right in the fucking chest that he dropped. No, not in the chest, in his fucking face. And that's the well, and that's what I mean. Like those are the plays that the Eagles won't let up. That Dallas will right, or or the exactly. punt return that Ray Ray McLeod just coughed up and gave to Dallas. Yeah. I don't think the Eagles are getting held to three there. So so that that I think is going to be the difference. I, I do have a fun question to kind of break this up, and I saw it earlier. I think Colin Cowherd said it, but I'm going to position it in a question. If you were to take the rosters of the Niners and the Eagles and make a superstar team, would they beat the NFC Pro Bowl team with the rest of the NFC and that roster? I, I think they might. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because they're they're the teams. I yeah. I think these the best quarterback and would have the best defense running back. They'd have yeah. Oh yeah. But fun yeah, definitely fun little question. Wait, wait, who has the best running back? McCaffrey, I think, is the best running back in the league. I said that when he was traded to the Niners, and I think you're seeing it. I said to you, Malik, I think I said last week, Brendan for context, they're I think McCaffrey, and again, all within reason. He deserves some MVP votes. At least he's the Niners' MVP. Because as soon as he was inputted into this Niners' offense, what Kyle Shanahan does with these running backs to get a talent like that and what he's done for this team, and yeah, Malik, I, I would I would put him above probably any running back right now. Ooh, let me see. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do my facts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Zeke's a center now, so he, he doesn't count. Right, he's a center now. <laughs> Now, I want to look in comparison of him and Pollard. Right. Well, Tony Pollard's not going to enter that discussion yet. But of this right. year? Not, I'm saying right now, today, if there's one running back that I would want, it's probably McCaffrey. Okay. Probably Go McCaffrey. But, Continue to hate. Yeah. Well, no hate. No hate given. Your team's on the couch. Now, for the teams who aren't on the couch, again, it's gotten down to that point. I need the predictions of the 49ers fans that we have in the room. It's all been said. We're both worried. We're both nervous. We're all excited. Brendan, I'll start with you. What's your official prediction? How do you see this game on Sunday going? Ooh, I like it. Um, I see, I don't know. We're talking about this crazy environment and stuff. Like, I don't know. I think it'd be, I could see us winning just like an ugly, an ugly game again. Like, Defense actually stopping Hurts, not letting Hurts do all the Hurts things, even though he breaks off a few plays. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of in like 17 to 9 Niners. What the hell? Wow. You think they would hold that? You think they'd hold him to 9? <laughs> oh, no. All right. There'll be unexpected rainfall. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be crazy, man. <laughs> I like it. What do you think? Nine? <laughs> Not nine. I'm gonna I'm also gonna go with a lower scoring game. I'm gonna do like a twenty-one to like a I'm gonna go twenty-one seventeen. Yeah. Nine or I dig it. <laughs> I think we all know which way I'm gonna go, but again, this is how I see it going down. I really think these are the two best rosters in the NFL. The main difference is the most important position in all of sports. It's the quarterback. 
Yeah. I do think there's going to be one or two plays that Jalen Hurts makes and one or two plays that Brock Purdy makes in favor of the Eagles that gives them this edge. I'll go I'll go 23-16 Eagles advance to the Super Bowl. I think Purdy has a couple mistakes. I think Hurts ha- struggles a bit. Again, I'm very afraid of this defense, but this is where Jalen Hurts proved to me you're the MVP. You've improved it all year long. Now you're the biggest stage against the best team. Go out and do it, and I think he does. Malik, as the Cowboys fan in the room, as the loser in the room, what what what, uh, what do you what do you got? Your unbiased opinion. Unbiased opinion. I see a fucking awful Cowboys quarterback who's able to could have easily scored more in that in that Forty ers game. So I have a great quarterback going against his defense. Even though it's a great defense, thirty-one seventeen Eagles. Coming I out. will gladly, gladly take that. Yeah, I, I see them scoring easy. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Well, listen, it's I would love I would love a replay of that Vikings NFC Championship game where we know we're going to the Super Bowl by halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think either way. And again, Sabrina and I, our dogs. Whoever he's going to be rooting for for the rest of his life is based on this game. We have a bet going. If the Eagles win, he's an Eagles fan. If the Niners win, he's a Niners fan. So yeah. high, high, high stakes all the way around. The Dogs fandom comes first. The Super Bowl comes second. <laughs> hey, my take is on the, on this as well is what is this like for us? Uh, we got to make a bet now for what, what happens between us. If the Eagles go to Super Bowl and they win it, what does our bet look like? We don't have to put money on the line, but we got to put something on the line. Oh, what is our bet like? Um, I don't know. We'll we'll have to listen one game at a time. I can't talk Super Bowl. Oh shit! Confidence went out the window I right there. I can't talk Super Bowl winning bet. You see how much he thought about it. He had to remind yeah. him. See, and that's what and that's where I went. I went. Oh, Brock Purdy. Yeah, we are going to win the Super Bowl. But then I got brought back down with. Okay, wait. Fred Warner is going to be shadowing. <laughs> so we'll talk okay. about that next week when okay. I. Yeah, I can't. I know they're going to be listening to. <laughs> yeah, right. I, they they'll they'll be listening, so I don't want to give them anything. <laughs> Fucking idiots! Hey, thank you guys so much for coming, Brennan, uh, as well for dropping in, Sabrina. Uh, I thank you guys. Any last words before this game begins for for any of you? Let's go Niners. Niners, see Maxi yep. in some red and gold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Malik, my closing words: Get ready for me to be. Fucking acting a fool next week. <laughs> hey, if you guys win, if you guys lose, just just know, if you guys lose, bro, I wouldn't come in. Like I, I just, the, the <laughs> you might be, that, you might be wearing red and gold. The shit that I'm gonna raise, it's it's gonna be out of this world. And I hate the <laughs> fucking Niners for the way they've done us for the last two years. But oh my god! But thank you guys. Yes, thank you guys. Thanks, guys. Thank yeah. you.